Hello and welcome to the Ohio Bubble. I'm Nick. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Katie. And today we are delving into the mysterious world of cryptids. Of Ohio. Of Ohio. Well, yes. This is the yeah, Ohio Bubble. This is the Ohio Bubble. Yeah, well. Don't care. Be specific. Specificity. Okay. The cryptids of Ohio. Thank you. You're welcome. But first, we are going to, once again, do another icebreaker because we know that they're your favorite parts. Okay, today's question is, are you a traveler or a homebody? And Nick's going to go first because he said something that was very interesting. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know how interesting it is. I kind of have to be a traveler to some extent in that I was a travel agent and I... I was supposed to go on, like, trips. They, they, that was one of the, the selling points for getting the job was, oh, yeah, well, we'll send you on trips to to let you learn how to to sell these trips to people, and you can have a personal connection. That never happened. Um, maybe if I was there a little longer, it would have, but uh, um, I like traveling, but I always get... I, I'm homesick on, like, the first day I travel, and then when I get... When it gets to the day I've got to go home, then I want to stay wherever I am. But I kind of consider myself a virtual traveler in that one of my hobbies, and this is kind of a geeky hobby, but I I put on some music on my laptop, I log into Google Maps, well I don't actually log in, but um, I open Google Maps, find a place I like, and drive around, quote, quote unquote drive. Well, don't you guys remember um, when we had very slow days at work? We would do that. that <laughs> oh, what that, is it like? Geo guesser. Geo guesser. Oh, those were so much fun. We had a lot of fun with that. I miss oh. that. Basically, what it was. You have to pay, and now you have for, to pay it now. for it now. Yeah. yeah. It, it basically was. If you don't know what it is, it's it's like this website that you you were just dropped in the middle of nowhere. Well, you could combine and, as a group. Yes, you could combine as a group, and, but everybody was dropped in the same place, and you had to figure out where you were. And, like, the closest person won. Yeah. And it was, like, like once you decided, okay, this is where I think I am, like, you have a map of the world. I think we could put a timer have to like, on it. Yes, yeah, so I think we usually did, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, we, we gave oh, ourselves, yeah. like, plenty of time because... We're terrible at it. <laughs> I was the I was, not, yeah. I was the worst. You oh, beat me a few you times. Guys were, yeah. You guys are always like, oh, yeah, this is totally this language. And I'm like, hmm. My... My tip was always find the nearest post office if you think you're in the U.S. Oh, yeah, we did that one. Mm-hmm. We tried to do that we one a lot. Said, yeah, finding the post office was well, probably what I remember was there was one that we were, like, in, like, Alaska or, like, Nova Scotia or something, and we kept trying, you and I kept yes. trying to find a post office, and we couldn't find it because it was legitimately nowhere. Like, no. there was a yes. town, oh, yeah. but, like, there was nothing in there the was town. No, yeah, it was, it was kind of creepy. Like, like there was were, nothing in the town. There were people and there were houses, but like, that's it. Well, do you, there were so also so many times you would be dropped in the middle of no and where, <laughs> and you just keep clicking and, you and just you're keep like going nowhere. It's like it was insane. Uh, I remember one that I was. It was we were dropped in like the middle of Iowa. Yes, and yeah, all it was was like fields. <laughs> There was there was like a house occasionally, but you like didn't get to towns. No, you I remembered to, one. I was just like, it was I. I, I remember. I, I I thought to myself, it has to be like Iowa or Kansas because nowhere else is like this in the world, and I was right. Yeah, I remembered one in Montana where 
not only were there, there, there were no houses, it was just fields and there were no crops in the fields. It was just low cut grass for as far as the eye could see. Oh, oh I also game. hated when, uh, also when you pass another car before, if it got to a certain distance, Google blurs the license plate. Oh, but, right. but after, before that, you it's could, visible. Yeah. So what you could do is you could start like, ooh, there's a car. What state is it from? And you could kind of come in and we got really good at looking at the, we actually did work. <laughs> I yes. feel like we need to say that. Yeah, we did plenty we of did work. We did work, but this was like in our downtime, we would be like, hey guys, we'd chat like GeoGuessr. And we're like, yeah. And we'd get on. And then, yeah. And I think it was like, what, three or five games? And yeah, we, we played a handful that, that week. Uh, that week? It was a year? It wasn't a year. <laughs> it wasn't a year. But it was, it was a couple was, months that we had months. a lot of downtime at work. Um, yeah. yeah. I remember there was one. It dropped us in, it was like a, it was like a famous landmark one. And it dropped us in Paris and it dropped us in front of, Oh, the thing from Moulin Rouge. Yeah. And all of the rest of you guys went the opposite way. And I went the one direction that would take you to Moulin Rouge. I've never seen the movie. I'm sorry. Well, no, it was just, it was just a a random that I went the correct way and everybody else did it. Oh, that's right. And I was like, oh, look at that. And then I typed it in and that was correct. And you guys are all like, what are we supposed to find? And I'm like, oh, you guys didn't get that? Well, also, I never would have known Moulin Rouge. Is it a place? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. means red, wood, mill, and that's what it looks like. You would have been like, oh, that giant, very gaudy building says Moulin Rouge. That must be it. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's not a subtle. Okay, gotcha. So, see, I would have been like, Paris? Oh, the Paris Opera House, Eiffel Tower. I'm more of a fan of the opera I person. I don't know what the opera house looks like in Paris. I know what the one looks like in Sydney. I think everybody does. <laughs> yeah. No, a Phantom of the Opera? I don't know what the Paris Opera House I know the story. Phantom of the Opera. Everybody yeah. knows Phantom. Mm. But I don't know what the outside looks like. If oh. you saw me, if you showed me a picture, you'd be of like, the sure. Opera House in Paris, I'd be like, that's a nice building. That is a very pretty building. Good job on the architect. Yeah. A plus. Oh, Arc de Triomphe too. Could, we could oh have been yeah, going definitely. There. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a few famous Paris. There's houses. a lot. Yeah, there but are. like it was like one block away. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like, remember yeah, I remember that. Thing? It was like I remember they, that. they left you like right around where it was supposed to be. But you had to find it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was fun. There. Oh, there was one that. I had a I had the thousand places to see before you die desk calendar, and like oh, that yeah. day I ended up on the place that was on my calendar. Yes. I remember that one. That was funny. That yeah, was good. it was in the it was hey. in the desert. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I do. You got that one real quick. You're like, ah, oh, right here. Oh my! Fa- my favorite was it dropped us in front of the pyramids, but you were like, it's the pyramids. There's not much you can really do there. So it just turns you around. Yeah. And all you had to do was just turn around. You're like, oh, I know where I am. <laughs> like, ah. You're like, this is desert. What's happening? Scroll to the side. Got it. Yep. Pyramids. Next. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was such a fun game. That was a fun game. So virtual, tra- virtual travel. I Kelsey, I think you and I are the same, though. Yeah. So um, I, I love traveling. I really do. Um, I love going to especially far travel like I don't what what do you consider far like a state away three states away a country away well I love going to different I love going to different con I I can't wait to go um abroad again if I can get there and back in a day like if I can go there visit and then come back to my own home it's not worth it to me 
Um, which is why I never really did much in Cleveland when I was growing up because day trips aren't worth it. Day trips aren't worth it for me. Um, like recently I went to Gatlinburg and that's like a five hour drive. So I wouldn't come back the same day. That was fun. You know, I was there for like five days or something. So like, I love to travel. I like to, to go to new places, but when I'm home, I like to be there. You like, don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave my own home. Um, yeah. It, so I'm I get it. I'm both a traveler and a homebody. When I'm in my own city, I'm a homebody. Now, when you travel... I don't you... stay in the... Like, okay. when I travel, if someone's like, oh, yeah, I just want to go, like, chill at the hotel, and I'm like, why? You can legitimately do that anytime, but it's in your own home. I know someone like that. And I don't... I. So like, if you're in another country, I can kind of see the benefit nope. of a little bit of that time because you once. get to enjoy the TV. I didn't see. I did that once. So when we if went you to, speak the language, um, we went to England. I did. There was one night because we did a we did a tour group, which is fantastic. And people who say that tour groups aren't worth it are wrong because they absolutely agreed. Are. Tour, tour As, groups are amazing. Yes. Um, but there was one night. Give that, your travel agent a nice commission. Yes. <laughs> There was one night that there was like an activity at night. Um, it was a it was a boat dinner. Like you went to get yeah. dinner on a boat. Um, and this was after crushing. a dinner cruise. Yes, it was called the dinner cruise. Yes, not dinner on a boat. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I just I just remembered. I'm like that has a name. It does have a name. It's a dinner but this cruise. Was, this That's was what just they call it in after, the U.S. Um, uh, a very very rough crossing from England to Ireland. A very very rough. So. Um, I was still not feeling too hot the next day. So, you know, me and my family were like, we're just going to hang out. We're just going to, we're going to eat dinner at the hotel and like go to bed by like eight o'clock. But see, that makes sense. If you're not feeling well. Yes. That totally makes sense. Um, And unfortunately, we did go to bed by like 830, which was fantastic. However. What'd you miss? um, Middle of the night. Well, what to us felt like the middle of the night. We are woken up. To alarms going off in this hotel, and I was rooming with I was it was I was in the same room as my parents, and so like I I you know ever we all like just sit up out of bed, and obviously I was the fastest, so I like shoved my feet into shoes, and I ran out the door, and I was like I'll find out what's going on, and I run out the door, and I ran into this other guy around my age who was also on our group, and I'm like, and he's. Just, fine like he's calm he's just walking the opposite direction of me and I'm like what is going on and he's just like oh yeah they were doing something in the kitchen and it the alarms went off and I was like and I look at him and he's put together he does not look like me who has just jumped out of bed found the first thing to put on to be decent and and ran out of a hotel room and I'm like what time is it and he's like that's about quarter after ten. <laughs> <laughs> and I, he's like, we're all just getting back from dinner. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So our our fabulous night that was going to be so full of sleep was ruined. <laughs> because after that, I, like. You couldn't fall asleep? No. I was wired. I had, like, almost two hours of sleep in me. I thought we were all going to die. I was, <laughs> I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing wakes you up like thinking you're going to die. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most things I'm a very sound sleeper, but like 
if if that fight or flight reflex kicks in, I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that was more of a flight. I left my parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, y'all can take care of yourself. By the time I got all of the information and got back to the room. I'm pretty sure flight like, is the right response yeah, in that situation. Yeah. They're like still getting their shoes on. And I'm like, just go back to bed. <laughs> Oh, that'd be that would be my dad. My dad is the slowest person on I'm earth. I'm like, you guys are useless in an emergency. <laughs> well, it reminds me of my my grandma in uh, my my grandma lives with my parents. Um, in uh, tornado siren, she will like try to grab everything that she thinks is valuable <laughs> and take it to the basement before she goes. Just like, just take yourself, Graham. Yeah, yeah. you're That's good. All you need. You're good. Yeah, no, we, um... In Tornado, in Tornado, when I have, when I'm back at my parents' house and there's an actual basement for me to go to, um, I grab my cat and I grab my dog and I'm like, we're going to the basement. If you guys want to stay up here and die, that's on you. <laughs> no, hold on. Okay, do you do that with a tornado, with just the tornado warnings? Or, oh, yeah. Or tornado watches? Tornado watch is nothing. Tornado no, okay. watch D- don't. Oh, sorry. I had to, I had to mix them up in my head. So with a watch, you're cool. But if it goes to a warning, you're in the basement. Well, yeah, you've got to go to the warning, basement if it's a warning. If it's a warning, I'm more aware of what's going on. Yeah. But like, it depends on what it looks like outside. I mean, if it looks like it's about to be a tornado, I'm downstairs. Yeah. I, I, I obviously a, don't. Like, I set up a camp chair. I put my cat in a carrier. I put it down there, and I'm like, we're gonna be okay. Don't ignore a tornado watch. <laughs> okay. But, oh wow. So, um, I was at, I used to work at a local store called Anderson's that is no longer around. Which is a crying shame. It's a tragedy. Um, there was a tornado forming outside the store and I was watching it. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty safe in here. I'm cool. Yeah, tornadoes are like my, my, my most That is the most Ohio thing I think I've ever heard. Um, no, I, tornadoes don't scare me. I, maybe I watch Twister one too many times. I I, I don't, tornadoes don't scare me, but also, I also had to, um, that was also the storm that a, um, light pole fell on my car. Oh, wow. So, and I had to run out in that storm, or we had to go out in the storm and, um, talk about it. It was a huge windstorm. Um, and cause someone saw it and then they reported it and I had to go talk to management about it. It's a whole thing. But there was a cart that ran away, literally got ripped from the person's, the, the, the cart pusher's hand. And I bolted after that thing cause it was headed toward a yellow Ferrari and I got it. Good for you. Employee I, of the year. I if bolted. I was the owner of that Ferrari, I'd been like, would you like to go for a few rides? Because, like... Oh, no, they had no idea. Like, he wasn't around. I would tell him. (laughs) No one knew who it was. I would have been, like... like, the store. No, but... Like, someone record this so that I have... I'm like... Because they're all... The manager was like, oh, it's okay. We'll... Like, we have insurance. Not for a Ferrari. And then the car... I mean, the the car guy was, like, a 16-year-old kid. And I'm like, don't worry. I've got it. And I... Fuck it. I run probably... You know, faster than you've ever run in your life. Pretty much, because I was like, "Don't let that stupid car hit that that car, that Ferrari." And I grabbed it and I like swerved it, and it. I mean, it was close. I'm not gonna say it was a hair's breadth, but I mean, we were pretty close to the Ferrari. I grabbed it and I pushed it back, and it. That wind was strong. Like, I was like leaning into it to have to walk. 
I hope this was well before the tornado started forming. No, this was um, as this was the same. This was the same storm. Yes, but I yeah, know. but but earlier, right? Not later. Later. Okay. Later. Okay. After the tornado has already moved away. Well, after the after that, yeah. yeah. After the, well, yes, but so all the rain's done, all that. Because if there's a tornado, get yourself safe. Who cares about the tor- Who cares about the Ferrari? Well, that's why because the winds had knocked over the pole. Yeah, the car. That's where it all came yeah. from. Yeah, that's all that happened. So, and they're like, "You shouldn't be parking here." And I'm like, "Says who?" And because uh, technically, I worked at a company that worked inside Andersons, so we had to follow Andersons law or rules. And but their s- rule was you can't park in a parking lot. Uh, th- there were certain spaces like customers had a certain block of cars yeah so you either had to park in the back lot or you had to park Behind, like yeah uh, all, way yeah. far away yeah far away and i was not um so but yeah no i should the... have been like weather <laughs> nobody's coming in today i'm a park close i didn't say it like that but i yeah. would have and i've been like no. excuse me look outside do you expect many customers to be coming in right now no me neither okay <laughs> no you're but... lucky i did so, yeah, it was insane. Anyway, I'm with so, Kelsey to, to go back to the we're question. We're all kind of in the same. Yeah, so I'm very much uh, with Kelsey and Nick. The virtual traveling's fun with GeoGuessr. Well, again, I don't just virtually. No, 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 no yeah. I know. But um, the, with yeah, if I travel somewhere, I definitely want to go out and see it and be there. But if I'm at home, I'm at home. All right, so now that we have done our icebreaker it is time to dig into the meat and potatoes which is cryptids now um i know how kelsey feels i know how nick feels i'm the skeptic of the group not that i don't believe there are crypt there aren't cryptids out there um i'm just the one that i'm doing i have my own theory that i will present at the end um but you have an I overall have... theory for all cryptids? No, I cryptids I do believe cryptids exist. I just don't think a lot of the cryptids that ex- that people see are what they think they are. Like Mothman, let's be real, is probably an owl. Just an owl that people see in in unusual times. Like a screech owl, barn owl, screech owl. Like the Jersey Devil. Yeah, things but like... what about like the chupacabra, okay? That actually, have you seen I, a wolf is, with mange? I have, but they drink the blood of the chickens. Okay, that's like the whole thing of it. Okay, so uh, as the group skeptic, I will be. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna get mine. So I have seven pages. This is gonna go fast though. When doing research, so I feel like I'm really over prepared for this, but. You can never be overprepared. You're I, making up true. for the others. I'm making up for the others. To, well, you guys have made up for me sometimes. So, I did. I broke it down by the basic questions. Who, what, when, where, why, how. So, who? What are the sightings of this thing? What? What is this thing? Like, what are the possible theories of it? Where? What's the area that it's supposed to live in? And then I have my theory. So, my topic is Bessie, which... South Bay Bessie, which is uh, in Lake Erie. And it's called Bessie because after the Loch Ness Monster Nessie, everything, like, Champ doesn't have one, and then there's, like, Tahoe Tessie in Lake Tahoe. We have South Bay Bessie. Also known as the Lake Erie Monster. Also known as the Lake Erie Monster. So the first reported sighting of Bessie is in 1793. 
I do not, there's no name given of, to this man. He's the captain of the ship Felicity. He was duck hunting in the shallows of Lake Erie Islands. As you do. As one does. And he sees this creature. He describes it as an enormous serpent, five meters in length, and it was thrashing around and near his boat. Okay, let's remember, this is Ohio. We don't use meters. Well, this was in the 1700s. This is 1793. Oh, well, it was a country, so. Yeah, but we're a country, but I'm just saying. So, well, were we still using the metric system? Thank you. You're welcome. 15 when, feet when long. When did America switch from the uh, metric system? It never did, because Imperial was. Oh, yeah, Imperial was the system. So why is he using meters? I don't to know. Be... <laughs> yes. So we are now going to go anyway. from 1793 and fast forward through no sightings, 167 years. There were sightings in the 1800s. There were sightings in the there were sightings in the 1800s. I didn't have that written down though. Okay. Well, I'm just saying you are a You know what? I have omitting, you are omitting facts to uh, um apologies. to um what's the word I'm looking for? To fully to to fully to, grasp to, sh- to show you or to show your own Bias? Yes. Okay. You are admitting facts to to show your bias. I was on Cryptid Wiki. So it's a wiki. It's a wiki. There were were sightings in the 1800s for for the believers like me. Hold on. She's out there. (laughs) Hold on. I was on Cryptid Wiki, and then I went to, there's an official, like there's several of quote unquote official websites for Bessie. I was looking up news articles. I had like 20 tabs open at one time. So this is what I found. I don't know why the 1800s never popped up. And I don't know. Also, I did this while in quarantine. So I'm going to blame quarantine brain. But okay, so there were sightings in the 1800s. I don't have that written down. I have handwritten notes, guys. I'm very proud. I always have handwritten notes. I know you do. I never do. I type my notes for this purpose, but I was like, no, I'm going to bring paper to prove I'm serious, and it proved me wrong. Apparently, you don't know so, how to take handwritten notes. Yes, I do. My eighth grade, my seventh and eighth grade history teacher taught me how to take handwritten notes. The internet failed me. Anyway, we're going to fast forward Let's see. To there, there were two sightings in 1817. There you go. Uh, I didn't have that book. I'm saying... Okay, can I can I continue with the sightings I have? Because there are guys, there okay. are sightings. Okay, there are sightings of a th- yes, but you made it seem like it was a hundred, almost two hundred years from one sighting to the next. No, okay, you oh, did make it I sound like saying. that because you said fast forward a hundred. Okay, I okay. So the first sighting. Yeah, we took it as proof that this doesn't exist. No. Yep. Okay, no, that is not where I was going. Listen, Nick and I are going to tear you apart. Fine, do it. What I'm I, kind of between the two. What I was to, trying to I do. I will tear you apart. Do it. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Okay, so, no. What I was trying to do is the first sighting, and then I jumped to recent sightings. I did not, I truly did not find anything in the 1800s. But to 167 years later, we get to the 1960s, which are more recent sightings, which is what I'm focusing on. Okay. Does that, does that make a little more sense now? Yeah. Explain my point of view. Okay. See, now I... And I also have names now. So in 1960, you have 
Ken Golick. These are all from newspapers. Okay. So they were in newspapers, so I'm not feeling bad about saying their names because they outed themselves. Like, Well, I'm, they, also they, you're on the internet. You found them on the internet. I found it's them on not the like you found this person in like, no. the wilds yeah. of Ohio. No. And did it's not like he told you them. in confidence yes, about his exactly. experience. Yes, exactly. So I, I, but his name is Ken. He was in the 60s. fishing in the 60s, 1960. Fish, I don't have months for these guys. That's okay. But 1960, he was fishing off a pier in Sandusky at 11. Okay, this is where it was 11 a.m. on a calm, clear night is how it was phrased in the article. 11 a.m. <laughs> on a concrete <laughs> night. Okay. So, it they either meant 11 p.m. on a concrete night, but or 11 a.m. on a concrete morning day. Yeah. or day. But who goes fishing at 11 at night? But Actually, there is night fishing. There is night fishing in um, Lake Erie. There is totally off appearance in Dusky, and Sandusky does have night fishing. So it could be either one. It, it could be, be. It could be either one. I'm just saying the article said 11 a.m. on a calm, clear night. That is, so something kind of got skipped there, and I suspect it's supposed to be night. I would imagine night as well. Because p.m. and a.m. are easy to transpose when editing. I feel like night would be caught more easily than in morning. Yes. And a.m. and p.m. would not be as easily caught. I agree with that statement. So I, through that deduction, I'm saying this was a nighttime encounter. I don't know what the 1700 encounter was. It was just he was duck hunting in the shallows. Doesn't say a time. Well, if you're duck hunting, I'm assuming you're using a a gun. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's light outside. It would be you'd have to. It'd have to be light because they also didn't have flashlights then. So that's true. Okay. So especially when the ducks are sleeping at night. Oh, that's true. It would be very mean for you to hunt them when they're trying to sleep. That's very. That is not very smart. No, that is called thinking fourth dimensionally. No, that's that's very unsportsmanlike. It is very unsportsmanlike. Okay. How do you even find a sleeping duck? They have nests. They have homes. Yeah, but yeah. Well, okay, they're yeah, they not do have nests. vagrants. <laughs> anyway. You'd have to tear so, up the duck. You would wake the duck up. You'd have to tear up like the the nest yeah. to find the duck. I imagine. I'm sure. Okay. Let sleeping ducks lie. Which. The captain of the Felicity was not doing. So Ken is fishing off a pier at night, and he sees an object that is cigar-shaped, one to two feet wide, so we don't get a length, and it has four flippers. Okay. okay. I don't have a size description of the flippers. I don't have a size description, not size length. Ken's not a very good narrator. Well, it was at night. We assume. So then... You're going to love this one. In 1969, Jim Schneider was on South Bass Island, and he saw a creature that was two feet wide. Two feet wide? That's these it. people are terrible. Literally, two feet wide. It's, a, it's wow. a quote. I literally am quoting these from the article. A two-foot wide creature. Yep. So then you then we go uh, a few more years. 1983, Mary Land... I can't read my own handwriting. Landall, or Landall. How is that spelled? L-A... Well, I can't tell if that's an E or an O at the end. It's L A N D E L L or L A N D O L L. I can't read my own handwriting. That that O. Looks I like have me. something in mind that might uh, interest you, but I'll. Okay, so she. But I'm guessing it's an O. It might be an O. Land, yeah, Landall. Landall. Um, so she saw what looked to be quote a capsized boat. Twas not a boat. 
It was, quote, greenish brown colored, 40 to 50 feet long, with, quote, a long neck, and, quote, eyes visible from the side. So I'm assuming she means the eyes that are like, like anaconda where they're off to the side. No, wait, that's not. From the side of the head? Well, yeah. anacondas do have Goat. Uh, no, is a goat like that? A goat has eyes on the side of its head. Uh, so most prey, prey, prey animals, animals have do. eyes on the side of their most. Yes. So prey animals have Yes, goats have, yeah. It's yeah. like. Yeah. It's not forward facing like us. It's, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like right I forget here. the name of that name. Is here. Okay. So that's what she saw. She said eyes visible from the side. There's no, there was mm-hmm. no further like description of that or clarification. I'm assuming that's what she means. Mm-hmm. Then you have 1985. There are two sightings. Tony Schill and Dale Monroe. Tony was, quote, uh, the coloring was dark brown. And it had a long, flat tail. And there were five humps came out of the water. No way it was a sturgeon. So this sounds like multiple different things. Okay, hold on. He had a friend with him. Tony had a friend with him, uh, and the friend uh, said that there were five humps, and it was black colored. Now, black and dark brown. Yeah. Yeah. I I could see that. Now there are there have been sightings in there were sightings in like ninety two and other and ninety two the last sighting um, I wrote down was ninety just because it that was the page I had and then mm-hmm. I went on because I did this page first and then I went to the sightings and I realized I only had one page. There have been legitimate sightings. Um, then it goes to the um, Lake Erie Chomper. I can't remember. I think that's what it's called or something yeah. like that. It goes to Lake Erie Chomper, and that's from like 2000 on. So mm. there has been a creature of mysterious origin biting people in Lake Erie. Wow. And that is where... So I didn't do that because they can't directly tie it to Bessie. So I didn't do that i'm okay. mentioning it i'm intrigued i did not hear about this yeah so uh, it's is it bestie is it not but it is definitely no it's teeth like i think i think one of the one of the vic, like one of the victims is like a, a kid and i yeah. think the doctor figured out what fish what kind of fish it was. Yeah, i'm guessing it was those invasive snakehead things that are I scary don't, i don't remember what kind it was but they were able to figure it out yeah so all right, so after all those, after all that imagery from all those sightings, we do have some idea of what this creature looks like. It's long, it has flippers, it has a small head with a long neck. What am I starting to describe? A, hang on, how do I say it? Plesiosaur. Plesiosaur. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, the, the question is, is Bessie related to Nessie of the Loch Ness fame? Uh, yeah, they're cousins. Okay. So the plesiosaur, this is the, okay, so the plesiosaur came into being around the late Triassic period, common in the Jurassic period, into the Cretaceous period. So plesiosaurs were everywhere. This common, I don't know, I can't think of a good analogy, I'm tired. But they were very, very common. Um... Plesiosaurs. Well, they were they were marine. They were marine. And back then, well, they're marine, but they are air breathing. Yeah, yeah. So air breathing. They have a broad, flat body, short tail, and four flippers. But there mm-hmm. are two flavors of plesiosaur. Did you just say flavors? 
I'm sorry. Yes, I well, did. Well, there were the plesiosaurs, and then there were like the plesiosaurs. I think yes. they were. There's the ple- well, it, the, the plesiosaur is the 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 one with the long neck. No, well, hold on. There's the plesiosaur morph and the pliosomorph. Yeah. Both of those are considered plesiosaurs. I'm not. She's the zoologist, so she can tell me more about like how this works. But they are both considered plesiosaurs. It's a morph of the plesiosaur. I'm going. It's, with, it's like either the the I thought order. It was a family of. It's either the order or the family. Okay, that's fine. And then yeah, you have like all separate species. The plesiosaur and, and then the pliosaur. Yes. yes. I did not do bi- well in biology. I cried my way through biology, so thank you for that. I also took that information directly from Wikipedia, and I'm like, Kelsey's going to have to help me with this part, because I don't do it. I wish you had said something. I took a dinosaur class, and I had the book at home. I still still kept that textbook, because... Well, yeah, it's dinosaurs. It's a book about dinosaurs. So the plesiosaur morph... Actually, no, sorry. We're going to go to the plesiosaur morph first. They had a short neck and a large head, and they are considered apex predators. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you have the plesiosaur morph. And that is one word, and that was a lot of fun to write, just saying. They have long necks and small heads, and they ate small sea animals. And, and this is kind of what you tend to think of when you think, like, Loch Ness Monster is that, that famous picture. That plesiosaur morph. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so the last theory of what it would be is a fish called a sturgeon. Which the one guy said very specifically it wasn't. It was, yeah. The one guy, um, hang on. The one guy, what, Tony. Tony in 1985 said it couldn't have been sturgeon. No way it was a sturgeon. Here's the thing. Fish swim in schools. So could it have been one sturgeon? No. Could it have been several sturgeon? That's the question. So before we go there, sturgeon, I'm going to tell you about sturgeon. They have elongated spindle-like body. They are really creepy to look at. I unfortunately saw some pictures. They're kind of <laughs> weird. And they are scaleless, as has been described. They have five lateral rows of scutes, which are bony protective plates. Mm-hmm. How many humps have we been told there <laughs> are? Well, if it was a school of them, it was a f- that school would be of more them, than five. It would be more than five. I've just... If it was a sturgeon, that could... If it was one yeah. long sturgeon, you could... Okay, conceivably five humps, five five scoots. Just, it's just an idea. They are 7 to 12 feet in length and oh, a ton or over. They can wow. weigh easily weigh 2,000 pounds or more. <laughs> there was like a bunch... Okay, so on the, on the article I was reading, there was like, these are the largest sturgeon ever caught. And I'm like, this would be fun to add. There were, like, 20 fish. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not adding all that. So I don't have any of that information, but it was still fun. That's okay. We... okay. Sturgeon can live in fresh, brackish, and salt water. They're one of the few animals that can live in, all, live in all three. They are plentiful in the Great Lakes. They are still around. Um, they can easily leap from the water, and the splash can be heard up to half a mile away. Wow. Which I don't know how you find that out, but I'm very impressed with that. Half a mile away. And like I said earlier, sturgeon travel in schools. So the the more realistic answer of what Bessie is, is 
people seeing a school of sturgeon and not understanding what sturgeon actually are. But we're not going to discredit this theory yet. I do have a theory that does allow Bessie to exist. So now we're going to talk about where Bessie supposedly lives. Lake Erie. So I like this. It is the fourth, the fourth largest Great Lake by surface area, meaning it's the second, second smallest. smallest. Yeah. It is the smallest by volume. Yes. It's mm -hmm. the shallowest. It's the shallowest. It touches Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New, New York, and obviously Ontario. Canada. And well, I was just, I, I had Canada, but yes, specifically Ontario. The surface area is 9,910 square miles. The volume, this is a very weird metric, and I only kept it, and I didn't convert it for whatever reason. Volume is 116 cubic miles. Wow. I don't know why they measured it in cubic miles, because gallons makes more sense. But 116 cubic miles, if someone wants to do that math for me, look that up. Um, so while you do that, I'll give some more stats. The maximum length, 241 miles. Width is 57 miles. Maximum depth, 210 miles. But the average depth... Two, not 200. There's just feet. Yeah. I <laughs> I have it feet. I really do have feet written there. It's just depth, 210 feet. Average depth is 62 feet. How many gallons is that? That might... It, this might either be 1.277 times 10 to the 14th U.S. liquid gallons or it's 1,277 times 10 to the 14th U.S. liquid gallons. It's one point. I'm assuming it's, it's one point. Scientific same. notations. In yeah. Yes, yeah, scientific but notation makes it seem, yeah. That looks an awful lot like a comma. <laughs> well, okay. that's why they, they did it in cubic miles. I guess. So they didn't have to... I guess, but... So there are 31 islands in the in Lake Erie, in the Lake Erie. 13 on Canadian side, 18 in the U.S. Pelee Island um, is the largest of the islands, and it is the southernmost part of Canada in Lake Erie. Then you have Kelly's Island. These are the more popular mm -hmm. ones. Kelly's Island. Then you have South Bass Island, which is where you get... Bessie's name, which is why I put it on there, but that's also where Putin Bay is. I was going to say. But the world's longest bar. But it was also vitally important in the War of 1812, and that's where you get Perry's Peace Memorial. And if you ever go to South Bass Island, you get the phrase, uh, have you ever heard the phrase, don't give up the ship? That's where it's from with with Perry, uh, uh, from the War of 1812. He led a famous, keep it, He was the he hero the of the Battle of Lake Erie. Yes, he was the hero of the Battle of Lake Erie. Um, and he, the most famous battle fought in any war in Ohio. Yeah, War of 1812. And the, the memorial is definitely a sight to see. The memorial is really cool to see. I had to add that because I really love the memorial. I had to shout that out. So in the 60s and 70s, um, Lake Erie at portions would literally catch fire. Yeah, but Bessie can handle that. She's a tough old bird. <laughs> there are estimated, I don't know how you estimate this, but there are estimated between 1,400 and 8,000 shipwrecks in Lake Erie. Yeah, how is that an estimate? It is a very, it is a very dangerous place to go um, scuba diving because it is so shallow. It is dangerous because winds whip up very quickly on Lake Erie mm -hmm. and cr can create very dangerous 
waves and storms. So lots of water spouts. Lot, yeah, a lot, lot of water spots on Lake Erie. It's not for the inexperienced. It's only for experienced divers. Um, there are 270 confirmed shipwrecks. It's just an estimated 1,400 to 8,000. So if, if it was an actual... So anyway, Lake Erie, it's, because it is so shallow, it is known for a lot of shipwrecks. Okay, so we compared Bessie to Nessie. So I just gave you a bunch of Lake Erie stats. So now, this is my theory. If you want Bessie to exist, this is personally how I think she exists. The Loch Ness... The maximum depth is 744 feet, with an average depth of 433 feet. Nowhere near Lake Erie. She couldn't survive in Lake Erie. But you have Lake Huron feeding into Lake Erie, feeding into Lake Ontario. So here's my theory. You want Bessie to exist? Maximum depth of Lake Huron is 750 feet. Maximum depth of Lake Ontario is 802 feet, which is a little more a little more than Loch Ness. The average depth of Lake Huron is 195 feet, and the average depth of Lake of Lake Ontario is 283 feet. Still shallower than Loch Ness's 433 feet, but a whole lot more room than Lake Erie's 62 feet. So because Lake Erie is a causeway between those two, my theory is Bessie is actually lives. Bessie lives in Lake Huron or Lake Ontario and uses Lake Erie essentially as a highway. And that's why she's seen here because she's just traveling through. It's the idea of a pit stop on a freeway. You don't live there. You might go to the bathroom, get a Coke, take your, get a picnic, you know, get out and stretch. But you don't live there. You're just passing through because it's not big enough for you to support your life, let alone multiple, multiple creatures of whatever a, however old Bessie would need to be, um, however many Bessies there would need to be to support continued life of such a creature. So my theory is that these creatures live in Huron or Ontario and just use Lake Erie as a causeway. There's one question that mm. I still have. What? Why is Bessie not seen in Lake Ontario or Lake Huron? That's... I did not research into that. Because... I've never heard of a Lake Ontario monster. Just well, That doesn't necessarily to... mean it doesn't exist. Go but... to New York and say, hey, you ever heard of the, you know, Ohio, the Ohio Loch Ness monster or Bessie? They've probably never heard of her either. So just because we haven't heard of them from there doesn't mean they don't exist. We don't I've know heard that of story. Champ from Lake Champlain. Well, yeah, I've heard of Tyler Tessie because it's related to Loch, because it's like that Loch Ness. Yeah. What if they have other legends where it's it's not related to, it's not a plesiosaur. Okay. Or I'm going to, now I'm just going to completely shatter it. What if it's just a big school of sturgeon that travels around from here on I to Erie, to Ontario, is... back and forth because sturgeon is so plentiful and it's their natural home, and you're just seeing them move around. And those are some big, scary-looking fish. Mm-hmm. The one thing I don't like about that theory, though, is that means every time you have caviar, you're eating baby Bessies. Because caviar comes from sturgeon. Yeah, but not... Yes, it does. But I don't eat caviar, so I don't have to think about it. I don't either, but... Also, scientists dismiss the... I have to dismiss the idea that, one... Well, I have to reaffirm the idea that plesiosaurs really did exist... Because people think that because Nessie doesn't exist, plesiosaurs didn't exist because they tie them together. 
and they have to routinely say, no, plesiosaurs really did exist. They just cannot live in Loch Ness yeah. because it's too small. There would have to be a number of them to keep a breeding population going. And it, Lake Loch Ness is too small um, for that type of population support. So if Loch Ness is too small, then Huron and Ontario are too small by default, meaning Lake Erie is, there's no, there's yeah. no hope. Could I, could I just pose a... Yes, you are free to pose. That is just, I'm just letting you know that is the research I found. Go ahead. Okay, so how, how many are you thinking need to be there? I don't know what a breeding colony is. I did not, I did not look that far into it. I mean, I mean, I don't know what a breeding colony would be. Was it? Is I don't it 10, know. I don't 15? know. Fifteen. Yeah, for I truly that, don't know. For, for, I don't know what it is. Um, it, but it could be a lot less than we think. And who knows? They live a long time. They can they, live a lot. They could. But are they going to be living a hundred million years from the not, Cretaceous no. to here? But I mean, there is a there has to be a continued population every you know hundred years. Yeah, sure, or more. I mean, these are animals that we have. Very, very, very little information on. True. I mean, honestly, a lot of our, like, a lot of stuff about dinosaurs is an educated guess. True. So none of it could be right. I mean, for a long time, we thought that they looked like giant lizards, and now we're like, oh, wait a second, they probably had feathers, and we're pretty pretty. So, <laughs> and, um, and so I, we I, could be okay. wrong about how many, like, how long they live, um, yeah. because we don't, we can't watch them grow up the best we can do is watch the fossil like, record lake erie is just it's a very shallow lake that is the I, one thing i can't, but you know what i do like i do like your my theory of huron to um ontario and this is just like a migration pattern and then the question becomes where's if if this creature exists is if it dies when it or when it dies where's the body well they don't they they it'll sink and then you know it'll be picked apart uh, and that's then, true yeah if we ever, but again, scuba with dive, a, and if a scuba diver just happens upon it, then then well, I mean that's the thing. It's it is a well, but it's dove in lake, well dived lake. What would that? What would I, that? It's well explored. It's a well explored. It's a it's a it's a well explored lake. It, the idea that she could be hiding just doesn't. It's a highway. Well, that's that's I, how that's I, how I I'm like, like I, I kind of like have that. to agree that I like that I like that theory that. That she travels because I mean it's a nice sentiment. It's just because the idea that it's only in Lake Erie, she doesn't travel. But like, they tra- how do you they traveled hide? before then? Like well, they totally had to travel before so, then. So like, why would she just stop? Stop. Yes, she met Bessie is a, a traveler. She is not a homebody. Um, you have heard she it is, here first. Yeah. So anyway, that is Bessie. I'm not personally. It's a bunch of sturgeon, but. If there were a way to her for her to exist, my idea of the going from Huron to Ontario—that's how I believe she exists. So that I, is I, Bessie. I think it's fairly realistic that that like a plesiosaur still exists somewhere on Earth. You just don't think it's, it's just, Lake Erie. It's just Lake Erie is probably not the best place for one. Like but I, I agree, Ohio. it's not the best place for it. But what if she just showed up here and then she she adapted? Hold on, guys. How high would it be to have the plesiosaur in our lake? <laughs> that would be pretty Ohio of us. People would actually know who we are. You know, who aren't from they could tell the difference. and Indiana. And Imagine Kentucky. they could have tell the difference between Ohio and Iowa. So I chose to do the Ohio grass man as 
my cryptid of the week. Um, for those of you who have not heard the term grassman, that's what Ohioans call Bigfoot. A lot of people think of Bigfoot as being like this Pacific Northwest phenomenon. And yeah, there are a lot of sightings out in the Pacific Northwest, but actually most of the U.S., most, uh, I believe every state other than Hawaii has had at least one Bigfoot sighting. And Wait, hang on, is it because Hawaii is an island? Probably. Um, that's it, that's, that was my comment, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's very hard for him to travel. He doesn't get any, very many vacation days. Ohio is actually, I've heard variously, the fourth or fifth top state for Bigfoot sightings. Wow. Um, and the only competition it has in the eastern half of the United States for most sightings is Florida, which is a much bigger state with a lot more wild area. But it would be hotter with the fur or hair. They evolve, Katie. They I'm adapt. just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe he wears shorts and a tank top all the time. You don't know his life. I doubt he wears clothing. You don't know his life. Nick, continue. <laughs> well, so I was always uh, growing up skeptical about the idea of Bigfoot, although I kind of loved the, the mystery of the whole thing. But I had a experience of sorts when I was nine years old that, well, I'll let you decide if this was a Bigfoot uh, encounter or not. Um, I didn't even peg it as that for, for many years. We will be open-minded about this, Nick. Thank you. So when I was nine, it was nine or ten, it was uh, spring break and my family was going on vacation to the Mohican State Park area in Northeast Ohio. That's pretty. It's gorgeous there. Very pretty. We were staying at a hotel called Landall's Mohican Castle. That is L-A-N-D-O-L-L. -L. Um, I'm thinking we might need to go there at some point. We absolutely do. This hotel is fantastic. Um, it's, it's a castle. It's, this guy had a lot of money and he sold his business and built a castle in the woods. And it's like this really cool mixture of, of Gothic architecture, of like castle architecture with like more modern elements. And with, there, there are some parts of it that look almost Asian in terms of the architecture. It's really a beautiful building, um, all made of wood. And the hotel rooms, all different suites, are also kind of a mix of, of kind of a medieval meets modern meets Victorian feel. It's, it's definitely a very cool place. And um, I remember you, you drive through the woods to, and then just all of a sudden there's this castle in the middle of the woods, and it's got these cool statues and things. But the, there's also definitely a, a degree of creepy about the place. Like haunted creepy or like cabin in the woods this is a serial killer area creepy or like there's something here because you know the or like woods supernatural creepy supernatural or like the, the woods are ancient and old and, and the woods weird. are ancient oh the woods are ancient that creepy. kind of creepy not not supernatural definitely not serial killer like the, like a, this is definitely a, a history nice, here yes that's 
this place has existed long before me. It will exist long after me. I am just a speck in this thing's eye. Yes. Okay. The castle has not existed that long. But the woods, yeah. Um, also, they, they've got they've got a lot of like sculptures, a lot of like metal sculptures, and I still remember the the swimming pool with this dragon sculpture that was really cool. But again, it kind of added this this eeriness to the place. So our our second day there, we go on a canoeing trip on the river uh, through Mohican, and it it's a great canoe trip. I think it was the first time I was ever in a canoe uh, going down the river, and everyone kind of starts out at the same spot, but everyone kind of spreads out so for most of the thing between the middle and the end occasionally you'll pass someone but for most of the time you're you're on your own you're you're in this canoe um not that that's something to be scared of it's a really shallow river if you're drowning stand up that sort of thing but as you get further away from from the town i i remembered there was this sound we started hearing was it banjos no it's not that part of ohio that's Southern Ohio, not Listen. Northeast. You guys don't know Northeast Ohio. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. That is. True. It, it's not all the way Northeast. It's uh, south of Akron, uh, near Ashland. Um, actually, it's in Ashland County. Uh, actually, very close to Amish Vegas. country. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know if Amish folks uh, play banjo or not. Um, if you're Amish and you're listening to this, why are you listening? First of all, exactly. But no, the you never know. Oh, you still never banjos, know. Banjo still might exist in Akron. Oh yeah, um, and Mohican. But yes, continue. Well, it's a sound of our best guess, and we didn't know what this was, and it went on for for minutes while we're passing by this this stretch of forest, like a horse screaming, a horse in peril, and a hound dog, like a, a howling hound dog this was like and it wasn't like it was too our best guess was it was some sort of dog really bothering a horse which is kind of a disturbing sound in general but it fused into one to the point where you couldn't tell what was a howling dog and what was a screaming tortured horse it was kind of like one sound that we kept hearing um now Bigfoot supposedly is nocturnal, and this was during the day, this was in the late afternoon, but it was something that was really strange, and we told this story as one of the the things when we talked about that vacation. Now, several years went by, and we didn't think about this. It wasn't like it was a haunting experience. It was memorable, for sure. But, um, so the... Finding Bigfoot show came on TV, and it was something I just kind of enjoyed watching with my mom, who was also kind of, you know, casually interested in this stuff. And there was an episode that, well, there were a few episodes that took place in Ohio, since it is a... uh, Mohican is in the town of Loudonville. The Mohican Castle is just outside of the town. The park is around there. And they're going through... uh, In every episode, they, they get this, what they call a town hall meeting, where they get a large number of witnesses from whatever area together, and they, they all talk about their experiences. Uh, the first witness was from Loudonville, and I was like, that's interesting. We've been there. And then the next witness is this, this older guy with long hair, and then they, they go out to, to actually talk to the witnesses, and the second guy 
was Jim Landall, the owner of the Mohican Castle, and they actually meet him at the castle. And his sighting was in the park, not far from his own property, uh, possibly on his property. And that just, like, a switch went off for me. Like, maybe that explains that thing I've heard, that this is a, a real hot spot for Bigfoot encounters. And we heard this thing that, that was really creepy and nobody could explain there. Now, it could just be a horse and a dog, but I, I kind of like my second thought better. I like it too. I, I actually um, submitted my uh, story just out of curiosity to the uh, Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization, which I found out in that episode, the founder of the organization, Matt Moneymaker, had his first Bigfoot sighting in Ohio. He was going to law school in Akron and um, in a forest nearby actually saw Bigfoot for the first time and that was one of the reasons why he found... He was already interested in, in Bigfoot. I think he was actually looking for them. But when he had that, that sighting where he at least believes he saw a giant ape-like creature, that's what inspired him to uh, found the organization. They never got back with me. Um, but they get so many uh, responses that it's not surprising they didn't get back with me. Right. So, yeah, the, the, even the, the Bigfoot Field Organization has... Bigfoot Field Research Organization comes from Ohio, in a way. It, it came from an experience of an Ohioan. But what is Bigfoot? Uh, Who what, is Bigfoot? Why is Bigfoot? We know where. Um <laughs> <laughs> The, I think the most interesting thing to me is that, like, there are sightings of him all over the world. Yes, like, it's not just in the United States. So, like, that's 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 the stuff that really makes me a believer. You know? Yeah, but the, you got you got people who who've never talked to each other and they had the same folklore. in very different cultures. You know, around the world. So, like, at one point, these things existed. Well, and actually, I like to believe that they still do. Actually, at one point, scientifically, factually, they did exist. Gigantopithecus, a yes, yeah, ape relative of humans, um, very closely related to humans, more so than like chimps. Um, but it was a very large, hairy ape um, that was in terms of traits somewhere between human and ape. We know this lived. We know it existed. It's in the fossil record. And compared to something like a plesiosaur, which... Are you knocking Bessie now? Sorry, I've got to do it. It's all right. I get it. Plesiosaurs, there's nothing in the fossil record for 65 million years. Uh, Gigantopithecus was like one or two million years ago. That's very thin rock. So... It's something that could exist, and you wouldn't necessarily find it in the fossil record because there's not much of a fossil record from those last couple million years. Right. So, yeah, Bigfoot factually existed. Um, what we what you believe... Are, what you are saying could have been Bigfoot. Well, we, yeah, yes. what we believe Bigfoot could be well, mo- actually existed. But well, if Bigfoot going, sightings are very consistent. But if we're going with that, that... That that's Bigfoot. You can't say that that's Bigfoot because that see I they didn't exist in the um, in North America. Well, they haven't been found in North America. True, but like so that specific, they, they have yes. they did not they existed. I want to say in 
ate like Southeast eight Asia, I think. I think. Guys, like, fossils we found. I I'm the engineering person. If you want to know how a plane flies, ask me. Don't ask me about fossil records. <laughs> I like how you're like, look, everyone's like glancing at me and I'm like, I don't know fossil records. Well, you know, you pop up sometimes with just a random That's nugget true. of knowledge. That's true. I really do. do. That is. I do. Um, but like, so, our, uh, the Bigfoot that we are seeing is not... Um, Consistent. The, it's not consistent because they... they Geographically. They in, yes. Geographically, they did. But like... Like the Ichthyosaurus with Bessie. It was in Europe, Europe and Asia. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it has the fossil record hasn't been found in North America, but that doesn't mean it didn't exist here. But if the fossil record isn't here, does that mean it didn't? It's it definitely it's makes why it, it doesn't more convincing that yeah. within very recent and they only started showing up in those very recent strata. I know it doesn't sound recent with you know one two million years ago. It no, might that be is less, very recent, but. In terms of geological time, that's, in terms of evolutionary time, that's yeah. very recent. Yeah. So here's here's my issue. There are the you can have different sighting, you can have different um, appearances. I think appearance is one of the hardest things to nail down because memory is very faulty. True. And people don't see colors the same way. So what someone sees as black, someone else could see as green, someone else could see as like dark brown, whatever. Or soft black. Or, you know, that that jacket, though. Is soft black. It is brown. It's not brown. Um, the, diff, the biggest issue is terms of how, and is in terms of how these creatures are said to behave. Because some people are like, oh, no, it was very intelligent, and I saw it walking, and it walked by me, and there was intelligence, and it was just going on its merry way. It, it ignored me. Others are, no, it came up to the door and attacked the door and threw stones at us. Okay. So, you can't do that, though, because even with the animals that we know that exist, there are a that's lot true. of leeway between intelligence. Assuming that's Let's true. just look at the human population True. for evidence, and I rest my case. Uh, true. <laughs> I just There could be a very intelligent Bigfoot. Uh, you know, and then uh, uh, the cousin who was dropped on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get that. It's yes. When you, when I, I, do, see what, I see. I see what you're do, saying. Um, when you when you think of and also context matters too. Like were I'm you on their elephants. land? Some and... elephants are well. In some situations, elephants <laughs> get along great with people. In some situations, they're the most dangerous animal in the world. Yes. When you, you categorize animals based on behavior. You can't do it based on intelligence. You have to do it based on base I mean, behavior. Um, like but that's the we don't have a base. Shelter, seeking, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that you need to survive. We don't and have that information. There are actually that's, several behaviors that are often associated with Bigfoot. Um, throwing stones is one of them that mm-hmm. many people have experienced. Many people in Bigfoot hotspot areas, Let's let's say... Um, have found these interesting structures that are like trees that have been planted, the tops of the tree planted in the ground. So um, this like is a very common upside down. Thing. So like the the the, the tree, tree was uprooted. The trees, not it wasn't even uprooted. It's oh. like the bot. They're the top of the tree is bent down and forced into the ground. Huh. Um, 
and sometimes in interesting patterns. This is seen very regularly in Bigfoot areas and is studied as a Bigfoot phenomenon. Oh, that's They call them tree structures. Nobody, there's no real solid theory of why they do that. It's not a shelter. Um, most people who believe in Bigfoot believe that there is, like, they, they make nests basically like a gorilla would. Honestly, maybe it's art. If this animal is somewhere, in I theory, mean, between humans and chimpanzees in intelligence... It absolutely could be yeah. art for them. I mean, you, you, there's birds that collect pretty yeah. things. You yeah. collect them. They, have no, they serve no purpose for them. They're just pretty. They, yeah. they yes. do it because they like what they look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't what put is it, it past... Pigs, what is it? Pigs will decorate with flowers. My pigs were very mean. I didn't give them flowers. No, no. The pigs will go out and find the flowers in the field and bring them into their, into where they live because they like the flowers. Maybe I'm making this up and I'm remembering something really wrong. I've never heard that, but I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just no, you can I totally have, say I'm wrong. No, I've just, I've never heard that before. You might be right. I don't mm-hmm. know. But I mean, honestly, it's not a dangerous creature. It seems to be more of a fearful creature. For the most part, although there have been people who have been, who have claimed to have been attacked. I don't want to, I don't want to throw all my dice into the Bigfoot's real camp. Well, I'm, I'm saying that even the most fearful of creatures will attack Mm -hmm. when it is the only option they have left. Yes. So I do believe, I do believe that, you know, they probably have been Bigfoot, like Bigfoot attacks because I'm putting all of my eggs in the Bigfoot is real basket. I don't care. I I believe in I believe in them. I do. So I do believe that there probably have been Bigfoot attacks. I mean, there's been attacks yeah. by every other animal yeah. in the world. Why not this one? Excuse you. Who? A Knowles. Yeah, probably not. There you go. A Knowles? Have a Knowles ever attacked a human? They've probably jumped on people. They've generally well, I'm sure they've scared them, but Yeah. Well, to them that might be the attack. You also have to think that's of true. Oh, what that's is true. the attack from their the, perspective. Yeah. perspective. Uh, okay. Which is right. why... I could, I could attack a much larger human and it to, to somebody else, you might not think that's an attack because like, it's I, like, not, not much would happen. Yeah. You know? Oh, I get like, it. Okay. Like when a kitten attacks you. It's cute. It doesn't, it, yeah, it's cute. But that kitten... Think he's attacking a predator. you. Yeah, that's true. And it's mm-hmm. taken down its prey. So it, you have to go based on the, their perspective. Their perspective. Okay. Now, in the case of Bigfoot or Grassman. Yes, I guess we should be calling him Grassman because that's the Ohio term. Yes. For him. Well, the the theory for the the um, Bigfoot field research organization is that there are different species, different subspecies of Bigfoot across North America, and that the Grassman. It's it's the subspecies in the area. Yeah. Um, in, in different parts of the country, they're described slightly differently. In it's, much of the scientific community, it's seen as a pseudoscience. It's it's a pseudoscience. It's it's still Although because there if are you, legitimate anthropologists who are doing this research. Because one thing that I can say confidently of all of the the people I've seen who. Well, not all of them, but most of the people who I've seen describing Bigfoot encounters, they saw something they couldn't explain. Maybe that is something that can be easily explained by contemporary science, 
But it's something that that person could not explain, and it is something that affected them emotionally. Which is why I, I do, even in my own disbelief, it's like, okay, I, I do believe you heard something. I do believe people see something. And I'm not going like, to sit there and be like, you didn't hear anything. You're making that up. These the, aren't I'm not saying people. that in, in any way. I'm not saying they didn't say anything. It's maybe what you heard isn't what you think you heard. Maybe what you saw isn't what you think you saw. Yeah. Don't attribute. I mean, I, I really like this quote. Don't attribute to malice what you can attribute to mm-hmm. incompetence. Um, and it's kind of the same idea of don't attribute to a cryptid what is something that you may not possibly have the best knowledge of. Some of these witnesses, though, are, are outdoors people who oh, yeah. have seen every creature that is scientifically known to live in a place and swear that the thing they saw is not one of those. I, I guess to sum up Bigfoot and, and to, to uh, bring it back to the, the Ohio bubble, um, if, because if you are interested in, in finding Bigfoot... Um, Tell us. Or if you're listening out there. <laughs> if Bigfoot's listening... Yes. I'm talking right to him. Well, Or her. Well, if you are looking for Bigfoot, some, some hot spots are the Mohican State Park. Uh, Salt Fork State Park is the big hot spot in Ohio. I've been there. I definitely didn't have anything related to Bigfoot. But that is one that very often has had uh, sightings. It's also the largest state park in the state. And I would also recommend uh, some of the... Uh, state and national forests in the uh, southern part of the state. Um, obviously, be safe. Uh, don't go out into the wilderness if you're not prepared to go out into the wilderness. And um, if you see anything, take pictures. Good pictures, too. Everybody's yes. got a good camera in their pocket nowadays. <laughs> yes. I won't be accepting all these grainy things that just have a silhouette. No. Well, you know what? I, I came up to a uh, blue heron uh, not too long ago and got, like, within 10 feet away from this this huge bird. Tried to take a picture. It looks horrible on my phone. But um, Well, that's an Apple problem, sir. I don't know. I take fantastic pictures with my phone. I think... Maybe it's just okay, Maybe it's phone. just me. Maybe <laughs> you. So, yeah, no. If, if you're going to go out looking for Bigfoot and you find something... Tag us and make sure it's a good picture. Mm-hmm. I am more than willing to accept new information and become a believer in whatever. But right now, I Nick, I love you, but I remain unconvinced that Bigfoot is I, I for not, one, would love to hear the sound that you've heard because... I'm I've not heard, going to attempt to make no, that no, no, sound. No, 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 I, no. Because it wouldn't be the right sound. Yeah. But because I've probably heard almost every imaginable sound that... Comes oh, out of a horse. a horse. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah. I mean, not to say you don't know what a horse sounds like. You know what a horse sounds like. You are. Yeah. You're. you're uh, but I, I haven't grown up with them. And, right. So like. And you don't know that intimate knowledge. Mm-hmm. You don't have that intimate knowledge so of like, what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. If you were there, you could tell me immediately if that was a horse or not. I mean, not necessarily. I, I wouldn't be able. I, I couldn't tell you for sure. But like, I, I would like to hear it because. Yeah. I, I don't know. What you think it was a definitely horse not just a horse in like peril sounds like. Guys, I think I have a solution for this. We're not. No, we I'm need... not listening to a YouTube. No, 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 no. We go to. Yeah, that sounds. We go to whatever, whatever salt 
Salt oh. Rock Creek. What what's the name of the park? No, that's he was at the Mohican. You were at Mohican. But what's Salt the hot Rock. spot? Salt Rock. I Salt, think? Fork. Salt Fork. Salt Fork. I say we go to Salt Fork. They do have a lodge. You don't have to. All right, fine. We'll we'll stay in the lodge because you know. But uh, we'll stay out most of the night. We'll and... stay out. We'll stay up. We'll go hiking and we'll see if we see anything. And if you see anything, tag us and make sure it's a good picture. Wait, why are we tagging us? No. If anyone else goes out and sees something, tag us, but make sure it's a good picture. If you see something, say something. All right. So we have two cryptids in Ohio that have a good following. And now we have one that I think is, I think you said is pretty much like scientifically debunked. Pretty much. Yep. Okay. But we're still going to cover it. Absolutely. Um, because we are nothing if not thorough. Yes. So one of one of Ohio's most also most famous ones, not probably to people who aren't from Ohio, um, but especially like the what southwestern. Yes. Um, the Loveland Frog. Basically, um, it was a legend that pretty much started in the fifties, and most of the sightings from the fifties were basically like. Someone would see, like, one to three creatures in a little group. They stood about two to three feet tall, wide mouths, didn't really look like they had lips, standing upright, and it was like, a frog, like basically. Like, bipedal frog? Yeah. Okay. A frog standing on its legs, um, a la, what is it, what is it, Michigan J. Frog, only he didn't sing. Not that talented. No, not that talented. But the, one of the most famous ones, sightings was um in 1972 the uh a loveland police officer by the name of ray shockey he was driving near the little miami river at around 1 a.m something ran in front of him you know he slammed on his brakes and in the headlights this creature just kind of like stopped and stared at him and um he said it was looked like a giant frog and then he said that it pretty much, it looked like it, it rose up on, two, on its two hind legs, climbed over the guardrail, and then jumped into the river below. Okay? Following I, I so far. I can picture this vividly. Yes. Two weeks later, um, another Loveland police officer by the name of Mark Matthews reported seeing a similar creature. That's a good name. I'm sorry. Mark Matthews. Oh, yes. It's Mark a great Matthews. name. It's a very um, 60s comic strip. It is. It is. So, yeah, the alliteration really gets you. Mark Matthews. Um, Peter Parker. Sorry. He's talking about comics. Anyway. But like, yeah. Anyway. Um, so he's, he's driving down that same road. He sees a similar creature. So he gets out and double taps it in the head with a shotgun. You know, just to make sure. As one does. <laughs> he drags it to his car, puts it in, and drives to find, um, what's his name, Ray. And Ray's like, that is what I saw. They, they talked about this. You know, it was, they said that this was the Frogman. In 2000, what is it, 2016? Yes, in August of 2016, two teenagers were playing Pokemon Go between the Loveland, Loveland Medaria Road. I might have said that wrong, sorry. And Lake Isabella. And they claimed that they saw a giant frog stand up walk on its two hind legs, and go into the river. Now, it was at this time that Officer Mark Matthews came forward and said, I lied. 
the creature that we found was actually a large iguana that had lost its tail. Okay. Yeah, so they knew back in the 70s, these two officers, you know, I'm sure when he first saw it, he did think it was the Frogman because, you know. No. He's in in Loveland. (laughs) No. Iguanas and frogs look very different. They do look very different. This was at 1 a.m. on a dark road. And you cut the tail off the iguana. And if, you, and if an iguana doesn't have... And it's a, it's a large iguana. Like, okay. But still. First of all, iguanas do not naturally occur in Ohio. No, they don't. They think that it was like a pet that got escaped. too big for someone yeah. to take care of, so they just released it to the wild. They don't... Because that's what happens. Get to... Like, the full body length might be... You know, no, I mean, no, they can get, get big. They, they, they can said get it big, was big. standing on two legs. And that's iguana the thing. does not stand on two yeah, legs. Yeah, that's, that's my thing. thing. But... These two kids have said, have said that they um, have seen, that they saw the Frogman. Now, I'm also looking at this book that uh, Nick has, and there's a lot more sightings than I found, had found on the internet. Um, also, climbing over, I'm sorry, climbing over the guardrail, guardrail that's, that's not how iguanas move. I know. Like, this iguana thing does not work in my head, and I just I'm keep just, like... Sorry, I just keep like, nope, that's not, it's not an I'm iguana. I'm just saying that the, the guy came forward and said, nope, what I saw was an iguana. That is a now, weird, weird thing to say now, after I, the fact. If Mark, if what Mark saw was an iguana, he did not see it. You mean he, the first guy? No, because Mark, if Mark shot an iguana, all he saw was a creature come out into the road. Yes, he did not see it come out. He didn't see it raise up onto its hind legs, walk, and climb over a guardrail. And then no, that was over. that was the first guy. That was the first guy. The sat mark. Did he see it come into the road? It just it just said that it was there. He, he saw it on the same road. Okay. And that when he brought okay. it back, Ray was like, "Yep, that's what I saw." Okay, you know what? I I could see if I'm trying to make this possible for you, Kelsey. I'm trying to be as open minded as possible with this. If Mark saw an escaped pet iguana that is big. They can be two feet, quote-unquote, tall, without a tail. So he slams on the brakes, and he goes, oh, wow, this is awful. I'm going to shoot it, as the 70s are. Um, shoots it, double taps it, and then brings it back. What was the first guy's name? Bob? Ray. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't if, even try, did you? <laughs> the sad part is I really did. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. So if Ray has no clue what an iguana looks like and wouldn't and his only perception of this creature was at night at 1 a.m. Okay, and you know, iguanas bleed and it probably was a little bloody from being shot. I don't think Ray was the trickster. I think it was all I think it was all on Mark. Oh no! I I, yeah. I think that's that, it. I just I just I worked. Think, I had to work through that in my head. I'm sorry, guys. I think Ray saw it. I think Ray saw the something. Frogman. So Ray saw something. Now, like I said, um, now according to this book, Mark did say that he saw the creature, not necessarily. He saw it raised to a crouch. So not not erect, but it, as a crouch and kind of like half crawled, half walked. To the guardrail, and that's when he shot it. Iguanas are very slow-moving creatures, yeah. so he must have been watching that for quite some time. <laughs> later, later, decades later, in 2016, he came forward and he said what he told reporters was a lie. 
So we can't go with what he's saying. Yeah. We yeah. cannot go with what Mark says. Yes. He has come forward and said, nope. I lied. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> um, oh, I hate that phrase. But I hate the just kidding phrase. Sorry. Um, but, like, other but, people have said that they've seen it. Ray was the, the first. No, the first was in the 50s. With Ray? No. Ray no. was in the 70s. Ray was 72. That's this right. Was two weeks. This was only two weeks. Oh, that's right. These were two the weeks. two that were only part. Okay, yes. Sorry. They were they were officers together. Like. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, there's been sightings in uh, the 90s, the 2000s, obviously 2016, I think is the most recent one that I found. But... So this, and all of them, all of them pretty much say it looks like a frog. It's about two to three feet tall. I saw, I read one that said, like, there's a group of three of them. And the guy said it looked like they were, like, talking to each other. And one of them kind of turned to the others, motioned for them, hang on, we got to pause our <laughs> conversation because something over here is interrupting us. That was pretty much how he described it. Like, yeah. Um, and then he said that he that the frogman like lifted his hand above his head, and I don't know. It mentioned something about Harry Potter. I was very confused at this point. Um, <laughs> okay. That took a turn. That took a that really took a turn. Confused. Um, so I went to a, a different website <laughs> that did not mention Harry Potter. Um, but are you sure this wasn't just like the witness's name? No, I'm I'm sure because it didn't give names for the ones in the fifties. Mm. But yeah, wait, it, this was a this was the witness in the fifties. Yeah, saying this about Harry Potter. No, no, no. The author of the article. Oh, the author of the article. Like was the person, mm. the person comparing the 50, it to Harry Potter. Yes. Hmm. He probably gotcha. said something, and then the guy was like, oh, let me tie this into popular culture so that people <laughs> understand what's going on, and it didn't work. Well, there seems to be a recurring theme of it being tied to popular culture that the kids were looking for, they were doing Pokemon Go. Well, that's they because they were doing... actual Pokemon. They were actually playing Pokemon Go. The person from the 50s wasn't actually talking about Harry Potter because right. it wasn't a thing. Um, really? Yeah, I know, right? Odd. Okay, all right, I'm, I'm following um, you so far. But... Okay, so, Kelsey, of all three cryptids, do you believe in all three? Bessie, yes, obviously. I obviously Bigfoot. believe in Bessie and Bigfoot. Yes, the Loveland um, the Frog. The Loveland Frog, man, I am... I don't want to say skeptical, because I don't think I'm a skeptical person when it comes to most cryptids. But I would have to say that... I would need more evidence on that one. Okay. More sightings, more, you know. I, I just I just need more of that one. Okay. I get it. Nick? Um, Between Bessie, Bigfoot, and the Loveland Frog. Well, I, I would definitely say Bigfoot is the most believable of the three for me. Um, for me as well. Because Just because of the sheer number of sightings. Just within Ohio alone, 66 of the 88 counties in Ohio have had at least one um, report to the... Uh, and by report, they, they do screen things if they, they can tell it's a hoax or if somebody's just uh, trolling them. So I, I don't want to say confirmed because, you know, you can't confirm that it was Bigfoot, but confirmed Bigfoot sightings, I guess you would 
Colorado. Yeah. That's three quarters of the, the state just within Ohio. So what are the so, counties that don't have confirmed sightings? Are they like more metropolitan areas? Um, like, I'm assuming. Actually, no. Um, there, oh. there have been three sightings in Franklin County, which is Columbus. But um, I, I think a few of the, the more, uh, more cultivated counties uh, to the west haven't had it. And then I think there's, there's a few counties in what you would expect to be like prime Bigfoot habitat that don't have any. But they're also the counties that don't have a lot of people in them. So, so like, lack of people. Yeah. It's not necessarily lack of sightings. It's just it's, lack of people. Yeah. Okay. But the thing about cryptids in general is, at the end of the day, I almost don't know if I want to know the answer. You know, if you find out that, no, they don't exist, well, that's kind of disappointing and, and sad. If you find out that, yes, this exists, this is what it is, here's, here's how it lives... We know all about it. That takes away the mystery. So, I don't know. I kind of like keeping the mystery. I like not knowing. Hmm. I never, I mean, I never really thought of it that way, but all right. I mean, I kind of gave Bessie, I'm, Bessie, I believe, is a school of sturgeon. Bigfoot is the most believable cryptid I will, I don't want to say allow, but like, there's enough that I'm like, okay, something's going on i'm not sure what i'm not gonna chalk it up to an ape man but there's something going on i'm just not sure what and the loveland i'm with kelsey i I need more (laughs) evidence on the loveland frog but weirdly enough it's the most believable because giant frogs can't like you know like giant animals do exist so do giant frogs exist it's not unheard of. I could believe but do giant they frogs exist. Stand up on their no, hind they don't. Legs. That's the thing is, yeah. I, and I have think conversations and have conversations and then no. have a, a weird Harry Potter. No. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know what that article was going. With. I don't either. Um, I'm saying, are they're seeing something? Are there giant frogs in Loveland? Probably. I don't know, but I would think you know if it's a giant frog, it's a giant frog. It's. That's probably all it would be. And then I don't know what people are seeing, but... It is strange that it's all in one place, but there is the power of suggestion. So. Yeah. I mean, if you like were told something any... was old versus haunted, you're going to chalk up things differently. You're going to yes. be like, oh, that's a ghost because I heard something move. Well, if you told it's just old, okay, well, it's just the house settling. Wh- yeah. Which I think that's why my Bigfoot thing actually kind of struck me so much because I... First of all, I didn't even remotely think it was Bigfoot when that happened, and yeah, but you didn't have any other explanation. And for I had goodness. no, I had no, nobody telling me that oh, this is a big Bigfoot area. I didn't find that until like eight years later. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why I'm more apt to believe the Loveland, I just realized this, the uh, the Loveland frog is frogs exist. Like we, you could, you have, can have them as pets. Yes, and there are different sizes of frogs, and I'm not saying that two foot frogs exist but i guess in my mind it's easier to be okay through a weird well one I mean, foot frogs exist so why not yeah two i mean foot? I, yeah if a one foot frog exists why not something a little bigger if something like that exists or you know so can that exist and people see these giant frogs yes i don't know what the witnesses in this particular case saw but i do know big frogs exist and maybe that's what all, all these people are seeing, are yeah. just big frogs. Yeah, it, it could be. And 
I guess that's why I'm like, oh, that's easier to chalk up to something natural. And I'm like, yeah, they're probably just seeing big frogs. That's it. So I guess that's why I'm more apt to believe the Loveland frog. But like as it stands with communication and, you know, Harry Potter, I no, <laughs> that's no, that's bunk. Like it's two to three feet and climbing over guardrails and that's just I'm and like, talking mm. to their friends and talking to and their talking friends. To yeah, about Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know. I think the reason that yeah. I'm more apt to believe in cryptids um, than both of you is because I just I like I kind of think that I mean there's so much about the nature we don't we have no clue. Like yeah. scientists are discovering new species all the time. Like yeah. Who's to say that there isn't? Yeah, but aren't most well, species that are found like insects well, and small sure, but beings? Like, what was the last? I don't know. But was I mean that's for big, bigger um, things like Bessie and things that and Nessie would be need so much space to well, exist. I'm like, I already, I'm already cool with the megalodon existing because the ocean is really big, right? But in small lakes. Could schools of prehistoric dinosaurs actually be still existing? Probably not. Yeah, but you keep saying schools. I don't think that there have to be schools. I don't think that there has to be as many as I do believe. Is, is there a number on how many is in a school? Because I'm thinking like there's 13 or 15. No, well, I'm just saying I don't... I think maybe that these these might just be solitary creatures who who found their way by mistake here and now they have to stay because she can't swim up the falls. I just, I just think I think that there would be more sightings. I, that's why I'm, if, if Bessie were to exist, I like my theory that it's like, it's between Huron and Ontario, Ontario, but why are there not sightings in those areas that I, I haven't researched that? So we don't know that, but no way she'd be going to Ontario. I'm not buying that through Ontario. Lake Ontario? Lake Ontario. You don't think Why? she would go to it at all? You think no, because like... she would have to go over a waterfall to get there. Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Wait, really know. between Lake Ontario and Erie is the Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, yeah. It's... Oh, I thought it was more for further north between no, no. Atlantic Ocean and the. Okay. No, Niagara Falls. So the Niagara River flows out of Lake Erie into lake ontario and it's a very short river and there, mm. there's a waterfall a big waterfall oh, okay gotcha okay okay well me okay then she doesn't go to huron oh that's she doesn't fine. go to huron she, she goes to huron no oh. she goes through huron she to doesn't go to ontario so okay, that's so like fine. so lake erie so lake erie is kind of like her, her turnaround point so then yeah she goes back up through huron and huron, then superior, superior and maybe michigan yeah but she's well, air she's breathing but here's the thing she air she's air breathing so she has to come up at points to come get air. So why are there not sightings when she surfaces when she gets air? She doesn't come up when there's people around. But then that would that would give a level of intelligence to a... I mean, again, I, I don't know this. I, I mean, are animals smart enough to be like, I'm, I'm going to hold my breath until people go away to come up and get air? I think it's more of not till people go away it, until I don't notice any large vibrations in the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. But is that vibration going to be, so, so there's no one on the shore that's, that, so she would see those vibrations from people on the shore. No, in a boat. I think she's, oh, I think boat. when she's in, when she's not in Lake Erie, she's far enough away from land that you can only see her if you're on a boat. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like she goes, I see what you're saying. Middle of the lake. 
Aren't and, there islands in there? And well, oh, yeah. can't the you? middle of where there's. I no know, island. I know. Yeah, I do. You know what but I there mean, are yeah. people on all of those islands. There's people on all those islands. There and are not. They're not. Oh, okay. That's, not all the islands. Well, in the no. Great Lakes are inhabited. No. no, and then you have not all I don't boats. Think all, I think some of the ones in Lake Erie on the Ohio side are uninhabited. No, they're not. Um, so I just I'm not a believer in Bessie. It just doesn't seem as plausible to me. I the the wa- using the lakes as her entire you know lap pool. I mean that's a good way to put it. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's using gotta get some like, exercise somehow. I mean, I, I guess that's the most plausible way to have her exist. Uh, yeah. So, I think frog uh, giant frogs are. I'm like, all right, maybe giant frogs can exist. Eight men, eh, more than welcome to try to prove me wrong, and I welcome it. Well, tell us what I think. What? What? <laughs> You're fine. Oh. Tell us. So, <laughs> Tell us what you think. Um, follow us on Instagram, and uh, we'll be there. It's I think getting... that's it for us, but uh, join us next time on the Ohio Bubble. Bye. Bye. Are you going to stop recording? <laughs>